0: Welcome to Dish the Dirt, a light-hearted and fun podcast about Australian flower growers, their stories, knowledge, and insights into the industry. I'm your host Rebecca, and each week I speak to a different farmer and get them to dish the dirt. Dish the Dirt acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which we work and live, and recognise their continuing connection to land, water, and community. We pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 7 of Dish the Dirt. I hope that everyone is having a wonderful weekend out there and that the sun is shining for you or all good things are happening. I have put a little post out about the Monvale Industry Day um, if you have seen it, it's on Instagram and I've also sent an email out to all ticket holders. Just We're just waiting to see what happens with this lockdown in Victoria and when we might be out of it and also just watching current restrictions. So as soon as we know what's going to happen, we will update you and move to a different date if you can't make the different date we will refund your ticket or I know some beautiful people have decided to donate their tickets so I will put that post up uh, later on today Uh, this week we speak to the wonderful Marika of Glen Burnie Family Farms Marika and John's farm Glen Burnie Family Farms is a small flower farm set on 10 acres in the Hawkesbury an hour west of Sydney. Marika and John have years of experience in the agricultural industry and have farmed on the property in Kermond for 14 years. When COVID hit last year, Marika was homeschooling her four school-aged children. Being home more, she found herself gardening at every chance she had. Finding Erin of Florette online, reading her books, Marika's love of farming and growing seeds started the talk of a flower farm. It was a long process, learning so much and still learning. They're a pick-your-own-family farm, bringing the Sydney community together. They supply florists and the general public, just recently hosting online workshops, and they will hold workshops on the farm when all the COVID restrictions are over, which I hope is very soon for you, Marika and John. Thank you for being on the podcast. Let's get into it. Okay. So um, do you want to start me off by telling me whereabouts you're situated?
1: Yeah, so our farm is, at, is in Kermont. Mm. Kermont is about an hour's west of Sydney, yeah. just okay. um, like lower blue mountains. Oh,
0: wow. Beautiful. And what's it, what's it like there? Is it, is it mountainous or is it quite dry or flat? What's your climate like?
1: Yeah, so, so our climate is, it's quite mildish in winter. Mm. Um, we don't really get too many frosts. Mm. Um, it is a little bit hilly, um, like our land isn't flat, so we kind of just work on the flattish <laughs> kind of bits. Yeah. Um, but the soil is really, really beautiful, heavy loam soil. Yeah. So um, everything grows like especially the weeds (laughs) yeah (laughs) um, you know it's (laughs) and it's yeah close to sydney which is nice as well yeah yeah how are you guys going in the lockdown
0: at the moment are you in
1: lockdown
0: oh yeah we are it's been tough
1: Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah the kids school holidays were all through lockdown and um this is the third third week of school in lockdown um Yeah. yeah um yeah, the construction industry <laughs> closed down for a um, couple of weeks. So yeah. um yeah, husband was home during that because yeah, we've got a um fancy business. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, it's um the farm's been a godsend. It's been um keeping me busy and it's been um really good for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, awesome. So how long have you been on your property
1: for? Yeah, so we've been here for 14 years. Um, But yeah, so we've been here for a while. Um, Yeah, we only just started farming in January with the flower farm. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah, which is um, really different to what we're used to. Yeah. And what made you start? Um, So, what made me start? I think it was the COVID last year. Um, I had to um, be home with the kids and, um, yeah, I couldn't work. Um, So I was gardening a lot um, and I just did it to keep myself busy and to um, have a bit of a distraction, but I just loved it. Like I loved growing things. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because my background is – I've worked in the agriculture industry. Oh, okay, um, wonderful. Yes, yeah, so um, yes, yeah, so yeah, coming um from um it was a vegetable farm. My family's yes. um, market garden. I've worked yeah. there since I left school, and yeah. um, it's pretty much all I know. So, um, yeah, wonderful. yeah, the flowers are just so b- beautiful.
0: Yeah, <laughs> such so a what- lovely product. Yeah. So, what did you plant when you first started, and how big did you start?
1: Um, it's probably like maybe an acre. Mm. We started sowing sunflowers. Planted um a nice big field of sunflowers. Yeah. And um and I have planted a few dahlia as well in spring. Okay. Um yeah, just to um they just were so nice. I never really grew looks really beautiful so I'll I'll try them and um we grew a few zinnias as well yeah kind of our main main yeah things that we grew yeah wonderful
0: and how do you think that your agricultural background has helped you
1: with the flowers really hard work so I'm Mm. kind of um very similar um just like soil prep and pest management um uh, the weeds keeping yeah. the weeds down it's helped a lot it's um what I'm just gotta keep things clean and you know try and keep the pests away yeah um and yeah, good soil yeah, um so with your pests,
0: what kind of pests do you have on your property? What's getting your flowers um
1: Oh uh, so we get a lot of aphids in springtime, okay, um, but we didn't we didn't have any um sunflowers then we only had sunflowers in summer, mm. so I'm yet to experience a spring with our flowers here, yeah. um, and we had some crickets that seemed to be eating our little sown zinnias, so yeah, so that was a bit a bit strange, but um yeah, yeah I'm. I'm yet to see how bad it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do to what did you do to
0: manage the crickets?
1: Um, I didn't really do anything. I I just I actually put out a bit of snail bait mm. um just to see if it was possibly snails or slugs as well. But yeah, I kinda just let them go and just resowed some of the seedlings that I saw were eaten. Mm. Um, yeah, we do try and grow pesticide-free here. So yeah. just kind of, um, yeah, I just thought I'd just let it see, see what yeah. happened. And, yeah, it seemed to be not too bad once the little plants got bigger. Yeah, nice. So
0: starting off in like, growing your sunflowers and, and it and dahlias, Um, Who did you sell to? Were you selling to any florists or were you going to market with your flowers?
1: Yeah, so we did contact a few florists um, but they seemed to kind of have their own places where they were getting their sunflowers from. Mm. So we had so many sunflowers and we, um, yeah, ended up going to the Sydney flower market and finding a wholesaler there that um, was taking our sunflowers, mm, which was wonderful. really, yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we actually had the floods happen in March. So yeah. we couldn't get over the bridge. So we're just west of the Hawkesbury River. Yeah. Um, and we actually were just bound by another landslide up the mountains we could go around the mountain through Penrith and go back around mm. to Sydney so we just had a crazy idea that we'd open the farm for pick your own flowers yeah cool and um yeah that's how yeah we kind of have been selling our flowers since
0: mm. Yeah, and do you find that that's easier for you guys to manage rather than trying to get everything to market, or it's just been a bit of um, a same, same.
1: Um, pretty much the same, same. It yeah. Was, um, it um got a bit crazy to manage the amount of people that came into yeah. the farm. It was um, it was so well received that um it was um really crazy for us to keep up with demands of, um, the sun, yeah, people picking sunflowers and Mm. flowers. It was pretty crazy, pretty crazy. Kept, um, John, myself and our children quite busy on the weekend. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah, so it, it was, um, it was great. Like we loved it. Um, but it was something we didn't expect. We just didn't expect, the demand would be so great. And, um, yeah, so we're kind of planning this year or this season to have a lot more flowers to go around. Um, Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so what are you expanding into? Are you growing more sunflowers or do you think you'll grow
1: more dahlias? Um, I think we're going to do more of both so we're going to okay. do more sunflowers and more dahlias yeah, um beautiful. yeah and just yeah. yeah a few other annuals and um but yeah we really like to get into supplying more flowers. um yeah if there's any florists out there <laughs> we'd love to supply you so yeah um yeah i think it's just nice to get our products out to as many people, you know, that appreciate locally slow-grown seasonal flowers um, that will appreciate them.
0: Yeah. So once you've, um, I don't know, cut your flowers, how do you store them? Do you have big cool rooms or do you just pop them in a shed? What do you do to store your flowers before you take them to market when you are going to market?
1: Um, well, we were, um, actually, um, I was lucky enough to use my family's cool room to Uh, store them. Um, yeah, so very, very lucky and grateful for their help. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we just don't think we'll be doing that anymore. We'd be, we've got plans to build our own shed and cooler on our property, Mm. um, yeah, so, so yeah, we just like to be a bit more self-sufficient here and try and run everything from here. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So when you first started out and you were planting out your sunflowers, did you plant them as seedlings or did you just pop seeds in the ground? How did you, yeah, how did you begin yeah, with that?
1: Yeah, we popped seeds in the ground. It was, um, for us, yeah, it was just, I think they, don't really like to be transplanted. I think okay. um, for a sunflower, it's probably better to direct seed, mm. which is what we've done. Yeah. And what time of year do you plant sunflowers? Um, well, that's a really tricky question because <laughs> <laughs> we've actually planted out some sunflowers maybe three to four weeks ago. Okay. Um, yeah, we kind of push brown juice here and just like to see what happens. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, traditionally you plant them in spring mm. um, because they are sun seekers and they just love the heat. Mm. So do you think that they grow really
0: well in your area because you don't have frost? Do you think that's why you can pop pop them in maybe a bit earlier because you're not getting that intense Cold in
1: the soil. Cool, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah. our block is north facing. Like, if we did have a light frost, it would defrost really quickly because the sun. Yeah. Off. Um, yeah, but yeah, we can see them that they're growing a little bit more now that it's this week has been like five degrees in the mornings, which has been mm. okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, they did sit there for a while we um yeah didn't really see them growing that much when yeah <laughs> it took about two weeks to germinate so okay, um, yeah. yeah it's quite yeah they like the heat yeah
0: yeah so what um is one thing that you will always grow on your farm and one thing that you will never ever grow again
1: <laughs> um, question um we will always grow sunflowers here. <laughs> yeah. The sunflowers. And, yeah, they just love us here. we got some yeah. to, like, oh, three metres tall. Down oh, massive. wow. Yeah. And they're all pollenless um, florist sunflowers. Um, okay. Yeah, so the, the bees, they have a lot of nectar. So they don't mm. have pollen, but they have a lot of nectar. So the bees went crazy for them. <laughs> so mm. people would be like picking picking flowers between the bees. <laughs> um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we'd always grow dahlias here also. Yeah. Um and we also have about six hundred iris in the ground as well, which oh, wow. we absolutely love. Yeah. Yeah, they're so romantic and pretty. Yeah, they're um, so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so beautiful. So, yeah, we will always have those three here. Yeah. So yeah,
0: when you started out and you thought, "Oh, I love gardening. I'm going to grow some flowers." Was there anyone that you followed that inspired you?
1: Um, I do. I did. First, when I first looked into flower farming, I did find Floret. Yeah. <laughs> I was late to the party, but I did. Um, I was quite inspired by her. But I think, um, there's a lot of great groups on Facebook and a lot of slow farmers on Instagram that i found really inspirational. Um, and you can just pick up so much from them. So generous with their um, what they know. Um, yeah, Australia's got a really Really great culture happening at the
0: moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty pretty awesome. Um, so you found those groups and then you were growing and what's one thing that you've learnt that you would love to share with others?
1: Um, what I've learnt, it's, um, it's very expensive <laughs> to start a flower farm and mm. it's really... It's really um, slow. Like it's a slow process. It's not something that I would rush into. Yeah. Um. M- maybe we did. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do things slowly here. We just, try and just <laughs> do as much as we can. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think you just learn on the job. You just um, learn as you go. Like you just something goes goes wrong, you just brush it off and you know you learn not to do that next time Mm, um yeah yeah, it's just um it's like with everything like you've got to kind of not sweat the small stuff and just sort of keep keep growing and keep moving and you know you just try try new things I guess
0: yeah yeah
1: um so just
0: taking you back you said It is expensive to start a flower farm. So for anyone out there who's kind of, because I do have a lot of people who listen to the podcast who say, oh, like I'm just starting out or I would love to have a flower farm one day, what are those kind of big expenses for your start-up costs?
1: So many layers, like you've got, you know, your soil preparation, you've got your seeds or your plugs that you're going to start or your, you know, if you're going to buy perennials, they're quite, Plants are expensive. Um, mm. irrigation. Oh my gosh. Irrigation. Like my <laughs> husband done. We don't we done all our own irrigation. He's a he's an ex-plumber. So yeah. He, you know, dug all the handy. trenches and very handy. He's a legend. He does <laughs> yeah. so much. I could not have done this without him. He's amazing. Yeah. Um he yeah, he was in the trench and I was passing him parts and uh, irrigation is huge. Even a water source is um, something yeah. that I didn't really think hugely about, which we really should have. I think we're thinking about putting a, digging a, a bore in. Yeah. Um, where else? Like um, shedding in cool rooms, like a workspace. Um, I don't know. Marketing and getting your name out there is pretty, mm. it's been a job in itself. Um, and then just growing everything is, um, you know, if something fails, it's like a lot of money down the drain and you've got to start again. So, um, you just kind of, yeah, you're just prepared to lose money before you make money in some ways. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, start slowly in, in your backyard, you know, you can just try all things and, spend money in a slower capacity and see what works and not, you know, um, not, like, fail, make huge mistakes and lose heaps of money. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, um, I do. I've got – I've been asked a few times on Instagram as well, um, how do you start, what's your advice? And, um, yeah, it's probably probably to start slowly. Ask um, – Find the market flowers because mm. I find growing things is probably easier than marketing and selling. Um, mm. the business is probably the hardest part after yeah. your initial setup. Yeah, yeah.
0: And from going, like on the marketing side of things, going and taking your sunflowers to market. Did you? Yep. um Do you wrap your flowers in plastic or were you just rubber banding?
1: How do you package your flowers when you're doing that sort of thing? Yeah. So we um, just rubber band and um, put straight into water in a bucket. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We don't like to use a lot of plastics here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's unnecessary.
0: Yeah. And when people come and pick their own, this is just something I was thinking about before because I know when I've been out onto flower farms and been with farmers and they're like, oh, you can just pick, you know, like you pick whatever you want, um, (laughs) like fill a bucket. And I don't know how to pick the flowers. Like, (laughs) you know, like I'm so scared I'm going to pick them wrong. And so do you just get people hacking through flowers and
1: like how do you control how they pick them yeah so i was kind of a bit conscious about what i planted um before i kind of did it mm. <laughs> um because like the zinnias are kind of cut and come again so you can't really go wrong with them mm. um yeah so the more you pick them the better um the more they flower um yeah I've been asked that a few times too like how does the farm look out (laughs) because we've had thousands of people come through oh my goodness Um, yeah (laughs) and things looked pretty pretty okay like I thought things looked really good um I think there are particular there are particular flowers that I'm a bit nervous about people picking, like, the yeah. iris and the dahlias. Um, yeah, for sure. So I'm yet to really <laughs> – um, but, yeah, the the sunflowers are kind of just a straight stick, so you just pick that off as long as you want it. The zinnias are, yeah, cut and come again, so they kind of – you pick them and um, they'll just re-bloom. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the dahlias – We'll just You're have not to letting see what anyone happens. near there. <laughs> <clothes>. Oh, <laughs> um, I think we will. I, like, I just think i like, just. I think people would love them and appreciate them. And you know, most people are just so lovely, and they are scared to wreck the plants themselves. So yeah, they kind of really appreciate just being here. Um, it's more the iris. I think. I don't know. I think the iris will probably be bunching them, mm. um, for sale yeah um unless you know I like I have a group of people and I teach them how to um how to pick them and care for them I think um it's hard to think past COVID though isn't it
0: yeah (laughs) knowing
1: yeah Yeah, exactly so that takes me
0: to are you on the farm are you just running the farm or do you hire anyone to work with you
1: um so it's me full-time um John's here and I think we want to get it to be so he can be here as well. Yeah, cool. But, yeah, we, we do have one employee that um, we can get to help us as well. Um, but so far it's kind of been John and I and the kids. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, great. So
0: what is... How has the flower industry been for you since you got into it? Uh, is there anything that you've particularly loved about it and anything
1: that you might like to change, if you could? Okay, to what I love about it, I love just seeing the happiness it brings people um, mm. and just watching a little a little kid pick a flower and hold like a little five-centimeter stem of flower. It's <laughs> so happy. Yeah. As the sweetest thing. Um, the thing I'd change, I think, um, I think it's just education. Like, mm. you know, I think no one wants their flowers to be dipped in, you know, all the chemicals that they're dipped in and fumigated so many times by the time they get to the, to the, you know, table. Um, yeah. I think it's just education. I think, yeah. um Yeah. I mean that's what what I think needs to change. So
0: if when you're out in the flower patch, what are you listening to? What songs are you listening to?
1: <laughs> songs that we're listening to. <laughs> or podcasts or whatever. What's your
0: jam when you're in the flower yeah. patch? Um <laughs>
1: Podcast. <laughs> yeah, <thank> but <laughs> I we like to listen to it's <laughs> true. I was re-listening to things today that I thought I'd I'd heard already, but I just mm. kind of picked up so many new things okay. from listening. <laughs> um but I love listening to the weekend. I think his songs are just so um I don't know, just really poppy. I don't know. Yeah. But um yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. Awesome and if you had to leave your farm quickly what three things would you take with you
1: oh three things i would take um i have a little tray of cafe la seedlings that i'm having a go at so i'd Mm. probably take them with me excuse me um what else would i take i found some chocolate box gloves from New Zealand that I'd take oh with me. Oh my god, amazing. Yeah. They sound so good. Yeah. <laughs> I just, Not just um, because they're chocolate just, then. <laughs> but from New they're Zealand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I just love like caramel chocolatey tones. They're just so cool. Yeah. Love them. Yeah, beautiful. Um yeah. And I tracked down some caramel flocks. So I, it out. so I take them oh, as well. Yeah, are so
0: cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, amazing. So yeah, and yeah, and do you have a favorite season on the
1: farm? Um, I don't know. I love all the seasons. That like I've just picked my my first handful of poppies, some Iceland poppies today. I just thought, oh, how beautiful. Like, I'm going to grow so many of them next year. <laughs> so, like, winter poppy is, like, amazing. Yeah. Um, I think all the seasons have a beautiful, something beautiful about it. But, yeah, I'm just going to embrace every season as it comes, I think. Yeah, amazing.
0: And finally, who inspires you the most?
1: Oh, uh, I'd have to say my husband, John. <laughs> yeah. He yeah he's um he's just done he's encouraged me he's like pushed me and you know told me we can do it, and we have done it and yeah he's just do- done so much around here um but, yeah I love working with him So we Aww. have so many laughs together, so enough nice. it's been so, so nice good.
0: yeah yeah, oh, how lovely. And is there anything that I haven't asked you that you wanted to share or talk about your in your on your farm?
1: Um, I don't know. Um, we kind of, I think we've spoken about most most things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: If anyone wants to get in touch with you, how do they do that?
1: Yes, yeah, so they can get in touch um, by Instagram, DM me um, or our website, my email, um, which is, yeah, my website is um, glenburniefamilyfarms.com.au. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: awesome. Great. And so what's coming up soon on the farm? What's flowering now and what can people buy from you? Like yeah,
1: they're so coming right now... So we've got some enemy enemy and um, vernaculars that they can buy Mm -hmm. from us right now. Um, What have we got coming up? We've got the sunflowers should be coming up in the next month or so. Yeah. A couple of months. Um, Yeah, we've got a couple of rows of poppies and I'm really looking forward to um, seeing how, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait. Like they're just... It's like they're springing out of the ground at the moment. So they yeah. Yeah, had a little test patch that um, we're picking now, but the other rows are still still growing. So yeah. I can't wait to see, see them. Um, I uh, yeah, snapdragon, delphinium, some more vernaculars, What else? We've got selogia. So I was lucky enough to order some seeds from Floret in January, which I've been oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, ready to plant out for springtime. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, got lots of really lovely things coming on. So yeah, very exciting. Yes. Oh
0: well, I wish you all the very best. It sounds amazing, and I don't know how you are doing this all on your own it sounds like you've got a lot (laughs) going on i hope that john's on the farm with you sooner rather than later um yeah (laughs) but yeah thank you for reaching out and thanks for chatting to me it's been awesome Thank you for listening to this wonderful episode with Marika from Glen Burnie Family Farms. If you want to get in touch with Marika, you can find them on Instagram at Glen Burnie Family Farms. I apologize if you can hear some squeaking in the background. We actually just got a new puppy called Cleo and... Yes, there is a lot of excitement in our household at the moment. And as you all know, this is just me in one of my spare rooms recording this podcast every week. So nothing flash, nothing fancy, and just wanting to get Australian flower farmers' stories out there be it big, small, middle sized, anyone is welcome on this podcast. Thank you again to all of the wonderful people who get in touch every week. And if you would like to, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or you can email me at dishthedirtpodcast at gmail.com to be part of the podcast. Thanks again. Have a wonderful weekend. I'm about to head down and take flowers to a local market, which is doing click and collect today. So I hope that you find something fabulous like that. And... Go out there and be blooming fabulous all weekend long.